Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 15th of April. The winner of the 2021 AFLW Most Valuable Player Award is Brianna Davey, Collingwood Football Club. Yes, Collingwood co-captain Brianna Davey has taken out the AFLW's Player of the Year Award ahead of Fremantle's Kiara Boas. To be honest, I'm a little bit lost for words, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I think there's a list of amazing players in this league and a lot of girls that could have had this trophy as well. So um, definitely first thank you to all the girls who voted for me. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm extremely honoured and humbled. Um, yeah, I feel a bit shaky. <laughs> Davey accepting the award on Channel 7 last night during the end-of-season awards ahead of this weekend's AFLW Grand Final in Adelaide between the Crows and the Lions. Meanwhile, on the men's side of the game, the question of where Bombers midfielder Zach Merritt will be playing next year remains unanswered, and Port Adelaide co-captain Ollie Wines, speaking to 3AW, has declared he'd be prepared to go into his own wallet to get into the club if necessary. Definitely. I think um, we're at the stage as well, probably more, more so my age and, and up are at the stage of our career where we're as hungry as ever to win a, a premiership, and if that takes sacrificing, I guess, some of your salary, um, we, we'd probably sit down and talk about it, I think, to make our team the best we can be and be up there competing for it. Wines and his teammates will travel to Melbourne this weekend to take on Carlton, so be warned, Blues fans. Sounds like Porter. The Penrith Panthers are the only undefeated team heading into round six of the NRL, but the knives are out for the Mountain Men with accusations of arrogant on-field behaviour off the back of their most recent win against the Canberra Raiders, forcing coach Ivan Cleary to defend his players. I, I don't know. Look, our team's young. Um, I don't think people see that the niggle that comes from the opposition for towards our team. I think you know we are you know we've been reasonably successful. So what you know comes with that is you know we get a little bit of niggle towards our boys, especially because we are young. And yeah, no, I guess at the moment we're not. Yeah, our boys are combating that however they can. So I mean, you know, I'm not too worried at the moment. So Ivan's not worried, but former Panther Mark Geyer is slightly more fired up about the criticism. I think sometimes um, with greatness, obviously, um, comes criticism. They've won seven in a row last year. They won five in a row this year. It's rugby league. Come on. What are we talking about? You can't say a team's cockiness and arrogance because they're beating every other team and then they happen to have a a scrum after they scored and no one got hurt. Come on. We're better than that. We, We are. We're a lot better than that when we start bagging teams because they're good. And while Panthers fullback Stephen Crichton was fined $1,300 for provoking the melee last weekend, the Raiders were whacked with a $10,000 fine when one of their trainers became involved in the scuffle. And that did not go down well with Canberra boss Don Ferner. He has said Ivan Cleary should teach his players some humility. We all understand coaches stick up for their players, but him trying to justify that behaviour is ludicrous. He has three or four players in his team who carry on like mug lairs. Their 5'8 has been pushing players in the back and running in as the third man for a while now. I can't believe that is the example the Panthers want to set for young kids watching and playing the game. If they think this behaviour is acceptable, they're kidding themselves. Sorry, for those of you born after 1960, a mug lair is basically old person speak for dickhead. So the Raiders boss has essentially said some of the Panthers players are dickheads. William Shakespeare once said the expectation is the root of all heartache. And it's fair to say our expectations of the Matildas are right up there. The host country of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023, Australia. 
But with the Tokyo Olympics just three months away and the Women's World Cup headed for our shores next year, the team's most recent performances are proving old Bill Shakespeare right. As Australia returned to the international stage and cop five in Germany. A 5-2 loss to reigning Olympic champions Germany came as something of a wake-up call for the Matildas over the weekend. But apparently, the women hit snooze because it got worse. With Australia suffering its biggest loss since 2008. The loss to Germany was followed up yesterday by a 5-0 thrashing at the hands of the Dutch. There are only two things I can't stand in this world. People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. It was the heaviest defeat the Matildas had suffered in 13 years and capped off an inauspicious start for the new Matildas coach, Tony Gustafsson. We are just 99 days out from the beginning of the Olympics. I got 99 problems. And yes, Jay-Z, we do have a problem, according to Aussie swimmer Mac Horton. I just won't share a podium with someone who behaves in the way that he has. Horton famously protested Chinese swimmer Sun Yang's gold medal at the Swimming World Championships in 2019 by refusing to stand next to him on the podium. Athletes are frustrated with uh, doping in sport. Uh, They're frustrated with the system letting them down. Athletes who are under investigation should not be competing. And the Aussie swimmer is now concerned about the level of global drug testing anti-doping authorities have been able to actually do during the COVID pandemic. Speaking to the City Morning Herald, Horton revealed he wasn't tested for eight or nine months during last year's lockdown in Melbourne and is concerned by the window of opportunity that was created for potential drug cheats during the pandemic where testing by the World Anti-Doping Agency dropped by almost 50%. And while the Herald reports that the testing regimes in Australia have returned to pre-COVID levels, the question of whether the testers can make up the head start the COVID pandemic offered would be drug cheats before the Tokyo Olympics remains unanswered. I got 99 problems. And that is your fast fun hit of sport for Thursday the 15th of April. Cricket lovers, the Sheffield Shield final gets underway today at Allen Border Field in Brisbane, where the New South Wales Blues will take on the Queensland Bulls. While tonight, it's St Kilda taking on Richmond in the AFL, and the Broncos do battle with the table-topping Panthers tonight in the NRL. I'm Liam Flanagan. We'll see you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.